We're doing the Bahaloischa, and we're doing uh, Shishi. I mean Shishi, Hamishi. I'm jumping ahead of myself over here, right? It's only Hamishi. I'm looking at Shishi over here. Uh, let's see, Hamishi. I was looking at Shishi over here. Um, no, I just um, I just caught my eye over here. It's 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 just amazing to see how Moshe Rabbeinu leading the Jewish people, and to see how much he tolerated, and it seemed like he was at the uh, edge already of the they they. Even Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, the Rashi quotes about of a discussion taking place between God and Moshe Rabbeinu, in which God says to basically to Moshe Rabbeinu, look, all what these people want is looking for an argument. He says, so, you know, there's no way that you're going to satisfy them, that you're going to make them happy, because they're not looking to be happy. All what they want is an argument. So, now he says um, they want meat. So if you're going to supply them with uh, uh, meat of a large animal, of a bull, say, they're going to say, no, we want lean meat. If you're going to give them lean meat, they're going to say, oh, we asked for thick meat. Uh, we want chicken. We want from a deer. We want from, an, from a wild animal. We want fish. We want grasshoppers, which happens to be also. Uh, so, and if I ever won't be able to give them whatever they're going to complain, they're going to say, well, Hashem can't provide it. You know, they, they, all what they're trying to say is that Hashem is not going to give them what they want, so they're always going to want something else. So, Moshe Rabbeinu said, okay, look, let me see if I can appease them. Let me see, I'll talk to them. <laughs> maybe, maybe I can sort of uh, get them to change their mind. So, Hashem says to him, this is what Rashi explains the Pasuk, you're going to see who's going to be right, Hashem is sort of saying to Moshe. Me or you? You're going to see who's going to be right. So, Moshe went. So, Moshe Rabbeinu says, did you see Hashem made all these miracles for you? Is Hashem's hand then short? He can't do what he, uh, what he promises. He gave you water from a rock. Uh, can he give bread? So they said, ah, he's just trying to, you know, he doesn't have a good, he can't provide it, so he's bringing proof from elsewhere. He doesn't, uh, he can't really do it, he can't fulfill our needs. So then what does Moshe Rabbeinu do? Instead of getting angry, and it's very interesting, getting angry, Moshe Rabbeinu went and gathers more people, and it says on them also, um, rested the Spirit of God. He shared his responsibility. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't want to be the only one responsible, so he shared responsibility with 70 people that he gathered around him. And then, Rashi explains over there that they had 70, but they came out too short because each tribe basically gave, there's 12 tribes, each tribe gave six. So how much you have? 72. So you have two extra, but you only need 70. So how are we going to get the two? So what he did was, he wrote on 70 pieces of paper, he wrote Zokin. That means that you become one of the elders. And then, and uh, on the later on, on two pieces he had blank. Of them it said, 
didn't say nothing. Why do you want 70 and 72? Because Hashem, the number 70 has to do, it has some significance all the time. We learned it all the ways back from the Chumash. The number 70 is significant for that. Um, you know, it, it actually probably, again, it sort of corresponds to the number of Jews that went to Egypt. It says it was 70 souls. And those are supposed to be somehow representative of those souls. But in any event, number 70 is significant. That's a good question exactly why, but that probably has to do on the spiritual level, in the Kabbalah with these people with a special significance. But in the Chumash before, we have the number 70 mentioned many times, several times. But in any event, the, um, so what happened is, so two of them, uh, two of them stayed in the camp. So the 70 went, like they became the, like a Sanhedrin, you know, they came, a Sanhedrin has 71, 70, you know, it's a basin of 70. So they went and they, uh, by basin you need 71 because you can't have them, just in case it's a stalemate, you need to have one more, so that's why it's 71. But over here, um, so the two that were left in the camp, they were prophesizing that all of a sudden that Moshe Rabbeinu is going to die and Yeshua is going to bring them to the Israel. So uh, Moshe's son, according to one opinion, Gershom, he was very upset. And he said to his father, go destroy them. It's interesting. What does it mean, destroy them? So Rashi says two things. It's a very interesting. Rashi says either kloim could mean imprison them, incarcerate them, but it can also mean destroy them. Well, destroy them. What did they do wrong? They didn't do anything wrong. So he says, appoint them as caretakers of the community and they'll be lost by themselves. They'll have so much aggravation, and they'll have so much that, so, I mean, I don't know how that's different than the 70, but in any event, Moshe Rabbeinu's response is uh, typical of Moshe Rabbeinu. He says, what, you know, you care about me? He says, let all the Jewish people be prophets. I'd be more than happy. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't look for himself to be bigger or better or get himself any honor. He said, let everybody, you know, he's happy more than happy that they should do it as well. And uh, he says, let God give the spirit on more people. And he certainly didn't uh, get upset or offended. So Hashem says to him, don't go, don't try. So who's Moshe Rabbeinu to argue with Hashem? <laughs> Hashem says it's not going to work. But Moshe Rabbeinu sort of loved so much he wanted to try still. And it seems like to a certain degree, even though uh, some people didn't go along with it, but it doesn't really mean that, uh, uh, you know, this was just an argument, it seems like, but on the bottom line is, uh, they maybe have accepted it also, and uh, it's kind of hard to see, you know, they say like, if you go into a beautiful, beautiful room, right, it's tiled, fancy tiles, everything looks beautiful. And there's just like one blemish tile over there, one tile missing, you know, the, and then you stop and you say, wow, why is there one tile missing? You don't go and say, look, it's so beautiful. It's, everything is perfect. I mean, it's almost like the Jewish people in the desert, you know. <laughs> God took care of them, <laughs> of everything. But there's something missing. And by the way, they're complaining. But on the other hand, you know, the Jewish people had faith in Hashem and they didn't take any food with them. And yet they... Uh, you know, they, they, they follow Hashem. Hashem said they, he uh, remembers that kindness that they did with him.